Good morning. Do you affirm that you will tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Yes, I do. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. Can you please tell us your full name, where you're from, and your occupation? Uh, my name is Kathy Howland. I live in the Ductic, New Brunswick, and I'm an education assistant. And how long have you been an education assistant? Uh, since 2018. So approximately five years, four or five years? Yes. And what does an education assistant do? Uh, I uh, focus on primarily special education students, students with Down syndrome, uh, autism, uh, learning, uh, different learning abilities, uh, ADHD students, and you help them with sort of whatever work they're doing in the classroom? Sorry, and you help them with the, the schoolwork that they're doing in the classroom, is that it? Yes. Yeah, great. And can you tell us a bit about your current position? Uh, I've been in my current position for the past two years. Uh, I'm working currently with uh, children that have not had a diagnosis, but they are more quite sure on the spectrum of autism and uh, I have also had the past couple of years a Down syndrome student. So you were working in this position when you became eligible to take one of the COVID-19 vaccines? Yes. And did you take one of the vaccines? I did. Which one? I took the Pfizer vaccine. Do you have the batch number by any chance? I do. Uh, it is FF5109. And when did you take the first uh, vaccine? I took the first one on um, November 3rd, 2021. November 3rd? Yes. And why did you choose to take the vaccine? Uh, it really wasn't a choice. Uh, I worked for the province of New Brunswick and they mandated that if we were going to continue our position uh, as if I was to continue my, in my position as an education assistant that I would have to have the COVID shots. Did you speak with your doctor prior to taking the vaccine? Yes, I did. And can you speak a bit about that conversation? Uh, I called her and actually asked her if uh, she could give me a letter pausing uh, the process. I, at that time, I wanted to wait until the uh, Novavax vaccine had been approved. And uh, I had read several articles that said that was going to happen. Uh, and so her response to me was, uh, no, we can't, I can't give you uh, an exemption for the vaccine, I, and I tried to explain to her that I didn't want an exemption. The Novavax vaccine was non-mRNA, and so I just wanted to hold off until that became approved and see where that went. And her response was, listen, there won't be any problem with that. With the Pfizer shot, just go get the damn shot. And how long has she been your family doctor? She has been my doctor for uh, probably 10 plus years. 
Did you find that interaction or that um, behavior or treatment sort of distinct from the way you had interacted with her in the past? It was awful. Like, I was so shocked that I, my only response that I had to her after that little outburst was, okay, then, um, I guess that's where we'll leave it. So she seemed upset that you were you were trying to delay taking uh, the vaccine that was available for waiting to wait for another one. Yes, yeah, she was not open to that at all. So you went and got the shots. Do you recall who administered the vaccine to you? Yeah, it was a pharmacist at the Guardian Drugstore in Woodstock. And did the pharmacist advise you of the potential side effects of the vaccine? No. Did they I asked her if she had heard about any side effects, and she said, well, there's just a sore arm and maybe a fever, but nothing really serious. Standard side effects. With And did, did she give you an individual assessment um, based on your sort of personal medical history to see if the vaccine was right for you? No. So after you took the first shot, did you experience any symptoms? Not really with the first shot, uh, just a bit of a sore arm. It was the second shot. And when did you take your second shot? I took my second shot on December 1st, 2021. Okay, so about a, almost a month later? Yes. Did you experience symptoms after your second shot? Yes. Uh, I took the, the second one on December 1st. December 3rd, when I get up, to get ready for work that morning, my ears were plugged full. Uh, my left ear was peening quite severely, and I had this awful ringing in my ears. It was so loud. And so I had to miss work that day. The following day, Saturday, December 4th, I ended up going to the emergency because of my symptoms. So you spoke with a healthcare practitioner about the symptoms? Yes. And did they find anything? No. He did uh, looked in my ears and he said, I can't see really any infection or anything. So he gave me ear drops and a nasal spray and sent me on my way. And did your symptoms persist? Yes. And did you eventually get any further testing done to assess sort of what was wrong with your ears? I did. I talked to my family doctor and she stopped the eardrops and the nasal spray because when your ears are already full, you, she, she didn't think that it was appropriate to add more to that. So, and then she referred me to an ENT. Okay. And did you also get an audiology report? I did. Okay. And did you give me a copy of this audiology report? I did. Do you happen to have it in front of you? I do. Okay. So this is exhibit TR-0005A. Uh, perfect. Okay. And do you mind if I read from it uh, a bit of the, the finding here? Not at all. Sure. So it says hearing sensitivity, left ear, mild to moderately severe sensorineural hearing loss, and right ear, mild to moderate sensorineural hearing loss. So right. stronger hearing loss in your left ear, but hearing loss in both. So had you had an audiogram done in the past that they were able to compare this to, I assume? I did. Yeah, okay. 
So they found uh, that you'd had some significant hearing loss in both years. And then it also adds ENT consult. Did you end up seeing an ENT then you had said? Oh, I did see an ENT. And do you have a copy of your ENT report in front of you? I do. So your audiology report was January 14th, 2022. And then February 16th, 2022, you have your ENT report from River Valley ENT. Is that correct? Right. Okay, and that's exhibit TR-0005. And do you mind if I read from that report as well, a few exhibit, or excerpts, right? No, I don't. Okay. So the ENT uh, wrote, I saw Catherine today in my otology clinic. She has an interesting history. She had her second dose of her Pfizer COVID vaccine December 1st, 2021. Within 24 to 48 hours, she started noticing fullness, pressure, and discomfort in both ears, worsening tinnitus, and subjective hearing loss. Um, speaks about your audiogram, acknowledges the the hearing loss, and that there are no um, nothing else, no history or nothing to explain it. And then he adds, in summary, this is a patient with bilateral sensorineural hearing loss with left asymmetric sensorineural hearing loss, and adds, this may represent a vaccine side effect. Is that correct? That's correct. So you have tinnitus and hearing loss in both ears? Yes. And did you and your ENT discuss it, the relationship, the potential relationship with the, your COVID-19 vaccine? Uh, yes, we did. And he said it was quite possible that because uh, he is prevented to, by coming right out and saying uh, that, uh, the, the government has, has stopped the doctors apparently from uh, from what I've been able to learn, has prevented the doctors from actually attributing vaccine injuries to uh, the COVID-19 shots. So he expressed that concern that he was not uh, permitted to directly attribute it as a cause? Yes. Okay, and so he just, he put it in the report though just as a potential effect? Yes. And have you spoken with your family doctor again regarding your diagnosis? You said you mentioned you had. Did she sort of accept that there could be a link with the vaccine? Uh, yes, she did. She said that she had read some some uh, articles that did say that people were having problems with the vaccine and uh, that their symptoms were hearing loss and tinnitus. But she, again, would not put that down on paper for so the doctor who told you to go get the shot and not to wait for the for the another shot that you had been waiting for um, was now acknowledging that you could have developed tinnitus and hearing loss based on t having taken it. Right. Okay, so Kathy, can you speak a bit to what it's been like living with tinnitus and hearing loss? This was this report was approximately approximately a year after your second shot, a little bit more. Um, so how has that been? How has it impacted your life? It's been it's been difficult. It's I've always been uh, a social butterfly, an extrovert, and I have completely flipped because it is so hard to be in crowds or uh, around a group of people because I don't I don't hear well. Background noise is particularly annoying. So you can imagine 
be in my job with uh, with my classroom of children, especially elementary kids. Uh, they're very boisterous and, and can be loud. And so I've withdrawn a lot and I've struggled with depression because I do miss those gatherings. Um, I did direct a group of 30 vocalists and uh, uh, with a live band and I can no longer do that because I can't stand. It's just too hard to be in a room with um, a lot of music. It's overwhelming and my ears close up even more and the tinnitus rings even louder. Um, as far as my family goes, they don't believe that I would actually have been uh, hurt by a vaccine. So that's another hurdle that's been difficult. So you used to be quite involved in music. You said you directed a group of music and now it's too painful for you to be sort of surrounded by that many people and that level of noise. Is that correct? Yeah, I can't. I just have a hard job with it now at this point. And and how has it affected your relationships? You said family members uh, are doubtful or skeptical. Uh, yeah, my family, my parents uh, are very skeptical. My sister uh, is very skeptical. In fact, uh, they're just like, well, I mean, you're getting older, you're going to lose your hearing anyway. And I'm like, um, not necessarily. I was fine. And they just don't want to believe that it was part of the vaccine because they've all had several shots. And so do you feel that you can speak comfortably about this issue in social circles or in certain groups? I can't talk about it, no. Um, people are, they shut down if I say anything. Like, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I had a vaccine injury and I'm, I'm not gonna hide behind that. I'm not gonna stop with, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Uh, I want to tell people that this is what this vaccine has done to me and thousands of other people. And has this experience impacted your mental health at all? Yes, I have become very isolated uh, by times. I forced myself to be out in a group of people uh, because I know what's gonna happen. The tinnitus is gonna get louder. My ears are gonna get stuffier and uh, but I don't want to become isolated altogether because that's not healthy either. And what would you say has been the hardest aspect of this experience? I think uh, part of it is uh, my parents not believing that I could, could possibly be injured by these COVID shots because they have so much faith in the government and in the shots. And then uh, another thing is my job. I love my job. I love my kids that I work with and uh, it's so hard to hear their voices and I work mostly with literacy uh, trying to get work with the kids to bring up their literacy skills so they can do math easier, science, anything uh, is based on literacy and so we will want them to be right top drawer, but if I can't hear whether they're saying a D, a B, or a B, or a T, like, uh, it's just crushing. 
um, to lose that that ability to know what those kids are doing and be able to help them. I just don't feel I can do my job as well as I did before. Thank you very much, Kathy. I have no further questions, but the commission might. I'll just give them a minute. Thank you for your testimony. I have a couple of questions, and perhaps you said them and I missed them. And that was, I understood that you had your second audio test in and around January 4th of 2022? Uh, second audio test. Uh, I'm just looking for the date here on that. It was the 14th of January, 2022. Oh, okay, I can't read my own notes. There is a one there. Now, my real question, though, is when, what was the date of the first test, the record test you had prior to that? Uh, it was back, I do believe that uh, there's a previous audiogram on file from 2002, okay. which showed normal hearing. Um, one last question. Um, I, I believe you said that you had a discussion with your family doctor um, with regard to this being a potential vaccine injury. And uh, I believe I heard you say she thought that was a possible side effect. Right. She had been reading some literature online that was starting, that things were starting to come out that it was a potential side effect. Um, do you know whether or not she made a, uh, a report uh, um, on the, to the CAFIS system on that? That I don't know. I've got some paperwork to go into her next week, but I, I really don't know if she reported that to bears or not. Okay. Great. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you, Kathy. You're welcome. 